Happy opening, and there's a drive to deep left field oh, by Castillo. No. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm your host for now, Shane Diefenbach. E-bug. Joined by E-bug? E-bug. What's that mean? Emergency backup goalie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sega Baba. This is the second day of a back-to-back. Mm. It's actually like the fourth day of a back-to-back. Back. With Sean DePause. How are we doing? I'm dude. I'm fucking thriving juiced? today. Yeah. I'm juiced. They, so Sean smiles a lot on the show. Also, Tojer's not here because right? he's he's, he's uh, got the cheese touch. Yeah, he's got the cheese touch. <laughs> he's sick today. Unfortunately, hopefully he's back uh, tomorrow. Um, Sean, you smiles a lot on the show, but <laughs> I I think th- we're getting a genuine smile today. Yes, uh, listen, first genuine smile in years. Uh, yeah, in potentially decades. In the millennia, the streets are saying. Hi, Charles. Um, baseball is fucking back, man. I can't. It's like. It's the best time of the year. I had the good fortune of being at Chase Field this morning to try a lot of their new food, get a little tour of the ballpark. Um, I'm thriving. Got my nice Negro Leagues jersey on that I got a compliment from the one and only Sun Devil alumni, Derek Hall. Um, it's a good morning. Amazing. It is a good morning. Or afternoon. It's two. Yeah, yes. it is afternoon. <laughs> what time? Uh, what, what was your favorite thing you tried? Ooh. Are you allowed to disclose that? I, yeah, okay. um, they yeah. have a new bao bun chicken sandwich. Dude, it's like a bao bun, so but it's good. a crispy chicken sandwich with like so chili sauce mm-hmm. on it. Flawless. They also have like a, there's some of the versus dogs that they display. They have for Cleveland, they're going to have pierogies on it. Mm-hmm. I love a good pierogi. And um, the Beantown dog has Boston baked beans and bacon on it. Um, honestly, everything I tried was really good, except for the Greek fries, because I hate olives, and it made me want to vomit. Um, but otherwise, it was delicious. I want some Greek fries right now. Also, some of the merch that they have in the store. I got a sneak peek at that. The That uh, button-down? Mm. That goes crazy. They have some crazy hats this year. Yeah. Some Sweet. Love to, gets love to hear it. Obviously, baseball's in full swing right now, and... The PHNX D-Back show is doing a watch-along tonight. So make yes, sure sir. to join us right here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Me, Father Overlord Jacob, and the Mayor Derek Montilla. Yeah. We're about three weeks into ASC football spring ball. Uh, Saturday will mark mark three weeks done for spring ball. Um, so we decided it would be a good idea to kind of recap and not predict because not everybody's on the roster. Because Project. There's still some, project. There's, some st- there's still some freshmen that aren't on the roster yet, or aren't here yet that yeah. are going to be on the roster next year. Um Kind of project the starters and talk about what their ceilings could be skill position uh, only on offense. Um, so let's just start with the you know the, the head of the snake in the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think you know I think there's been some surprise with um, Meredith's ball. I think a lot of people see a lot of things that they didn't expect to see from mm-hmm. him, but the clear one and two is probably Pine and Borgay. Would you agree? I would definitely agree. I mean, obviously, I would say the biggest name in the quarterback room is Jaden Rashada, but yeah. he, uh, he he looks good, but he also clearly has some room for growth. Yeah, I a mean, lot he, of. And he's also still really small. But like, he's uh, one thing I want to point out to so fans don't you know freak out that he's not starting it. He he shows that he wants to learn. Yeah, and he's he, he seems very patient. All the only only things we've heard about him are good things. Yeah, hundred so. um, percent. But yeah, I would agree. I think I think. Borgay and in my mind, Borgay and Meredith have been the most impressive. I don't, I mean, like maybe I'm reading this incorrectly. I just have a hard time believing that Meredith has a real chance of yeah. winning that job. Um, and obviously, Borgay has a little bit of a head start, a different system, but he's been here mm-hmm. and he's only knows a lot of the guys. Um, and I, I, 
I, you'd have to assume that it is, yeah, a, really a competition between Borgay and Pine. Uh, obviously, my biggest concern with Pine is his size. He's just a very small guy. Um, but I, I, I've liked what I've seen from Borgay. I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, Borgay is just, just he's not going to blow you away with things that he does, but he'll blow you away with his stats by the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, he threw for 430 yards. And that could definitely happen this year in this Kenny Dillingham offense. And that's part of what we kind of wanted to talk about today because – the ceiling for all of these players, you know, in a vacuum could be whatever, mm-hmm. but without a good offense or a good scheme or a good coach for that matter, it doesn't matter. And I think they have, they're all put in really good positions with what Kenny Dillingham's offense and what Bo Baldwin's offense is going to look like. Um, so let's talk about Pine and Borgain. Let's talk about uh, both of them as, as they're, as they're going into the season as a starting quarterback. So mm-hmm. let's talk about Pine. What do you think his ceiling is? What do you think he's going to be able to bring to the table? Um, I mean, especially if you're comparing him to Borgay, I think he does have a, 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 this is going to sound coded, but um, he's, he's sneaky athletic. Like, <laughs> especially for as small he is. And I, you don't necessarily think athletic when you think Notre Dame quarterback. He is, though. Um, but he has a little, like, a little get up. Like, he, if he needs to get out of a pocket, he can. Pocket, he can. Um, obviously, I think for a lot of ASU fans, that might be a little bit of concerning considering the last guy that could get out of the pocket maybe did it more than we would have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not really something you get from Borgay is that mobility. He'll, he'll move if he needs to, but obviously he's more of a, a guy that's going to stay in the pocket, take a hit if he has to. Um, but I, I, I have been impressed by Pine's just mo- mobility, to be quite honest. Um, and when you put it in the context of his size, like the fact that he is able to get balls where he is, is, is impressive. And obviously he played at a, a blue chip program yeah. like that. That is that experience is valuable. Um, but again, I definitely still lean Borgay. I mean, that's why everyone got so excited was when he was at Notre Dame mm-hmm. uh, and coming to ASU. Like that's he, he might not have done some impressive, crazy things there, but he has experience at a Notre Dame, you know, at a school like that. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll read off his stats from the, from last year. Um, uh, last year, 164 completions, uh, 64% completion percentage, which is solid. Uh, 2,000 yards, uh, 22 touchdowns, only six interceptions. Uh, you think those numbers take up if he's the starter? Yeah, I mean, um, I definitely like the I, I, I like the touchdown to interception ratio. Yeah. Um, it's just he's going to be throwing a lot more. Yeah, I'll and I I. I fi- I don't know. Maybe it's unfair. I think there's a little more dynamic of playmakers on this team than you were used to seeing on a Notre Dame roster. Um, when you look at guys like X and, and Elijah Badger, um, so I'm interested to see. Uh, you know, I, th- I think I think I, I do think there's always value in having a quarterback who can get out of the pocket like yeah. he can, um, especially in an offense like this. But uh, I I think you could see a similar level of production from him if he were to get that starting job. Yeah, I, I think you're going to see a huge uptick in just usage because yeah, obviously sure. didn't throw the ball as much as he he's going to here. Um, so that's uh, yeah, and I think you'll see rushing as well um, from him because as you said, he is athletic, mm-hmm. um, a lot quicker than you would think, and I think there's going to be a lot of there is going to be a lot of motion, and I think there's going to be a lot of RPOs. Yeah. So uh, that should be fun looking at him. Let's talk about Borgay a little bit. Obviously, a guy that ASU fans are very familiar with, Trent Borgay. Last year, coming in uh, against Washington and just kind of dominating. Yeah, they, yeah, I that's fair. That's a fair word. He, he yeah, dominated he that game. He was he was great. Um, finished the year with a little under fifteen hundred passing yards, obviously because of the late start to the season. But 
in the games that he did play, uh, obviously they he won his first two games as technically not a starter because he wasn't a starter in that Washington game, but he damn near should have been. Um, and then in the Colorado game, he threw for 435 yards before ASU lost the last four games of the season. What do you think we can see from Trenton Borgay in his in, in a full year as a starting quarterback at Arizona State? Um, is saying greatness dramatic being yeah, dramatic? A little like, bit, probably. I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be out here competing for the Heisman. Greatness not, for the school. He's no. not Bo Nix, yeah. but I think I, I mean. I think you could get something similar to Bo Nix. I mean, he's a big, strong guy. So, I mean, I think he could not huge. I mean, not big. He's 5'11". But, like, he, I think he has a good stature. So, yeah. I, I mean, I think when you look at the Oregon offense last year and the amount that the quarterback ran, I think you could see something similar in Trent Borgay. But like I said earlier, he's the kind of guy that I think is more willing to sit in the pocket and take a hit, mm-hmm. which I love from a quarterback, obviously. Um, and... He has chemistry with these guys. Like he's been throwing with Jalen Connors. He's been throwing with Elijah Badger. Um, so I, I think you could see a lot of of those those 300, 350 yard games again, especially with the playmakers they have. Because with this offense, you're going to have the ability to get the ball quickly into the hands of guys like Elijah Badger, who we know can make things happen once he has the ball in his hands. Um, and then it's it's the, the big thing for me is. I would like to see more um, games without interceptions. Like, obviously, he had mm-hmm. only one game without an interception. Yeah. Um, but the completion percentage is off the charts. But, yeah, that, that's – it's. I think you're going to see a lot of that. It's just – like you said, you're going to see a lot of games where you're not really noticing him, and then all of a sudden he has 400 yards. Yeah, those those three-yard ends when you need three yards mm-hmm. are going to always be there for you, especially in a Kennedy Dillingham offense. And as you said, the playmakers are what you want to get – or who you want to have the ball. Um and they're going to have it a lot this year. So why don't we go ahead and talk about them? Um, mm-hmm. lot, the running back room is crowded, yes. uh, but in a good way. Uh, you know, you have DeCarlos Brooks from Cal. You have Cam Scadabo from Sacramento State. Yes. Sac State, yeah. Um, like the meme. Yeah. Uh, Tevin White and George Hart. And then there's, you know, there's there's, there's other people. There's another freshman coming in. There's another freshman coming yeah, in. Another freshman coming in. Um, who's your shot right now? It's tough. Um, I got a, I'm leaning to Carlos. Just, I mean, the experience. And I think and I just think he's so dynamic. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The versatility that he has there. Um, but for me, I, ultimately, I think it will come down to the experience because I think they have really a, a really talented running back room. Um, and I, I mean, I think they'll all have a role. Like, you look at a guy like Scadabo and that low center of gravity, just him kind of being a little brick house. Mm-hmm. Like, he, that, that, he's definitely going to have a role in this offense. But I think... By and large, Carlos is going to be that guy, in part because of the experience, and then again, in part because of how dynamic he is. I think he offers a lot of variability in the offense, and we've seen a decent amount of them, you know, pushing running backs out wide and, and making them a part of the the passing offense. And I think Carlos is probably the most could have, would be the most effective in that role. Um, so he's definitely who I'm leaning towards. Yeah. Obviously, not the starter at Cal last year, but still was able to rush for 250 yards. What's his Project the stat line to Carlos Brooks next year. Mm. I'll go first. I think he rushes for, if he's the starter, and, it, and again, it totally depends on what this is going to look like. Um, for reference, X re- rushed for 1,100 plus yards. He almost rushed for 1,200 yards last year. If this is a re- one running back system, and uh, Kenny's usually not doing that, but let's just say for the sake of this exercise, I think he could go for 1,200. Yeah, I I think so too. I'm. Uh, it's tough. I, 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 I agree. Yeah, there's going to be so many rushing attempts. Yeah, it really depends on how much of this is 
a one running back versus a, a yeah. running back by committee thing. But I I do. Yeah, you mentioned X got close to that. And my biggest concern is that I just – is this offense going to rely as heavily on the run as they did last year? Because they, they relied quite heavily on the run. Um, but I think, we, again, when you look at Oregon last year and how much they were able to effectively run the ball and how much of that – team dominated in the trenches obviously this team is not going to have that kind of talent on the offensive line but still um i i think that's a fair i think that 1200 mark is like a fair i think it's a, i think it'd be a challenge it's, lofty, but it's a fair for challenge sure. it's lofty yeah. for sure it's uh it, yeah he he can he can do a lot um and and that's not even talking about receiving like this offense is going to look so damn different. Yeah. Uh, and 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 when i say attempts i don't just mean rushing attempts but attempts to catch the football make a block, whatever it is, because when you look at a Kenny offense, not only are they usually on the field a little more than normal, not because the defense stinks, just because, you know, they score faster mm-hmm. or they, they Kenny always says, if, if you have a quarterback that throws 50%, why would you not throw it twice on first and second down? Yeah. Like, because one of those should be completed <laughs> yeah. in theory. Um, so I think you're going to have a lot of attempts. Scatterbo, what do you think he can bring if he is named the starter? I mean, it, if you if you need someone to get two three yards running <laughs> through the middle, like I'm handing the ball to Cameron Scadabo. Yeah. Um. So I think you might end up seeing him with a decent number of touchdowns if yeah. they're able to get close to the end zone. Um. He'll he will be that kind of like I said that if you need a couple yards, throw him up in between the guards or in between the tackles, and you will he's gonna he he will get you those couple of yards. Um. So I don't, I don't think you're gonna see anything flashy from him. Like I don't think you're gonna I don't think you're gonna get a lot of you know big runs any like. Not going to see a whole lot of ten plus yard runs or yeah. anything like that from him, but you will. He will be the guy, like I said, that when you need either a couple of yards for a first down, a couple of yards for a touchdown, he's the guy I'm handing the ball to. Yeah, he last year, you know, different opponents, but was more efficient than Xavier Valade. One hundred one hundred ninety five touches, he rushed for uh, almost fourteen hundred yards, uh, and only got in the end zone seven times off that though. Yeah, whereas X got in the end zone a lot more than that. Yeah, uh, sixteen times. So. He yeah he he he's 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 hard to nail down on what his role is gonna be. It's just kind of hard to nail down on what yeah everyone's role is gonna <laughs> yeah. be. Um, but yeah, the, the, that's the running back for now. I think Tevin White can provide you with a lot, and I think George Hart can also provide you with a lot. And I think you're gonna see a lot of rotating uh, backs in the system. So I think it will be more running back by mm-hmm. committee. But it I I mean look we're we're in spring ball right now. Yeah. We have no idea what this is gonna <laughs> look like in fall camp. Um, JJ, we'll get to your comment in one second after we get to the receivers. Uh, so let's talk receivers a little bit. You think Warren Washington can play receiver? Yeah, I think he could. Probably. Uh, this is the best receiving core I've seen in spring ball. It's the deepest, that's for sure. Yeah. This um, is the best receiving core I've seen in any practice format for ASU. I've, I mean, in terms of depth, like, yeah. I mean, it's a genuine question of who will be that number three, and it's not because it's like, Who's the lesser of two evils or three evils? Like I kind of was last year, to be honest. Yeah. Um, there's a number of options who, like, if you tell me they're going to be that third receiver, I'm going to be happy with. I think you have two. You have one for sure. NFL talent in Elijah Badger, and what we've seen from Xavier Guillory looks one of one with Elijah Badger. Yeah. <laughs> like they look the same. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty cool that they were one and two. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite things about Being it. One thing too. Uh, they can be a problem for defenses, and I think they will feed off of each other. Who is your if you had to name your starting receiver or your starting receiving core? Ooh, okay. I mean, obviously X and Badger. Yeah. Who's your third guy? Listen, I I've been very high on Melquan Stovall. 
Yeah. I don't think he is really in this conversation yet. Um, it's, I mean, to me, it's between. It's obviously between J- Javen and Gio. Um, I I lean towards Javen. Um, I mean, he's he's just done a lot to like make himself stand out in these practices. I think, and I, you, I think he could be a very effective kind of slot guy. And we obviously know he has speed. He's been using the return game at times. Um, I. I, I think it could be like a little bit of a surprise to people because obviously everyone's focusing on X and yeah and, and Badger, but I mean that's your this dream. Kid is talented. That's your dream as a three. Yeah, as, as a number <laughs> yeah. three receiver is to have two of the most talented ones and twos. You don't think Tyler Boyd loves that? Yeah, right. On the Cincinnati Bengals, like it, it, the yeah Geo or um uh or or Javen. Yeah. Like it, it, I don't really think it matters. I think they both. Provide a ton. But again, you throw Melquan in there, and I'm going to be happy. Yeah. With, happy with that too. Shit, you, you throw him here. You going? Yeah. And also, <laughs> they like all these. Guys, all, all the guys we're talking about are small. They also have Andre Johnson, and they have great hands in Chad Johnson Jr. Like, yeah, there's dudes here. So that's that. that was, that's my thing. Is you have your, your unicorns. Like yeah. You have two guys that can do everything. Yeah. Badger can catch fades. He can toast you on a short route. Mm-hmm. He can also take you deep. X is a vertical threat. Who can high point the ball wherever yep. in the field? He can also run a ridiculous slant. He has great get off, great speed. They're your clear one and twos. Mm-hmm. But then you have specialists everywhere else. Uh, Geo can be that smaller slot guy. Javen can be that you know utility guy. Then you get deeper. You talk about your Andre Johnson, who's got size. Mm-hmm. You talk about Troy O'Meary. I wouldn't want to guard him on a goal line fade. No, nope. I, I wouldn't want them to throw a goal line fade because I think the goal line fade is the worst play in football. But I wouldn't want I, in a one on one situation. I wouldn't want to be guarding him. I, I honestly wouldn't want to be doing that with Chad Johnson Jr. Yeah. I think Chad Johnson Jr. might have the best hands on the team. Like yeah, he has, he had a couple he, great. Cuts he has today, really good hands. Obviously, his size is one of the bigger issues. He's a smaller yeah. dude, um, but or at least a more slender dude. But yeah. I. Like he is probably your sixth receiver at yeah. this point, which is wild to me because I think he could, I think he could be an effective receiver on a lot of teams. Yeah. Uh, do we have two one thousand yard receivers this year? I think so. There was no a thousand yard receiver for ASU last year. I just, I, it's it's just the yak ability. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a. Jalen Connors is going to get his too. <laughs> like, <laughs> there might be too many cooks to have. Yeah. But... <laughs> Yeah, with temper our expectations. Let's just let's just always get the ball. Who's the your leading receiver? What all is that? X. Really? Yeah, I, th- I think he's going to be the best receiver in the on the team. Really? I, I all, all due respect to Elijah Badger. I think he's going to be the best player on this. I team. disagree. I'm 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 a huge Gilroy fan. Badger's just he just he has, well first of all he has pack experience. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it really is just a question of what what is who's the defense going to put the number one yeah. back on? The other one's going to eat like. I, I don't know if there is going to be. I just think it's going to depend on each game. Yeah. Um, Andre's looked really good, but that's only because, you know, and no disrespect to him, you just kind of forget that he's. Yeah. There. I mean, I would. I, this like, is again, a mean way to say it, but no, like, you, there, there are so many. You, your eyes are almost always on Badger yeah. and Gillery that you just like. He's probably. Uh, he was know. poised to be your number one receiver. Yeah. He's probably the one that has been like not the least impressive, but has not done those like things where you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Like there hasn't been a lot of those moments where I think he's really stood out like basically every other receiver, but he's also taller than every other receiver. Like he's big and that, there's always going to be value in that because we know he's talented. Um, so I, I am, I'm interested to see what kind of, of role he plays, but 
I don't know. I'm not going to put it past Kenny to just kind of just keep yeah. throwing dudes out there. Like, yeah. I, I think everyone is going to get theirs to a certain extent. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see that. Uh, obviously, there's one more room that we haven't talked about yet, but we can get to that. I wonder who's going to start. In a little bit. <laughs> Guys, we're doing something fun tomorrow. Are we? Oh, to figure, or not tomorrow. Saturday. Saturday. Excuse me. Um, I'm just so excited. I want it to be tomorrow. <laughs> um, Bet MGM. Yeah. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, what are you doing? Use that bonus code PHNX and you will get up to a thousand dollar first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's the deal, folks. Code word. Code word PHNX. PHNX. <laughs> Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code PHNX. Deposit at least ten smackaroos. That's ten dollars and place your first wager on any game. You'll receive up to a thousand dollars in bonus bets. If your bet loses, just make sure to use that bonus code PHNX and to kick off the partnership. What are we doing on Saturday, Sean? We're having a watch party. Bow, 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 bow. Watch bow. party at the sports book, the Beta MGM sports book at State Farm Stadium. Come watch the last stage of the college basketball play out as they'll have food and beverage specials, giveaways, and massive TVs to watch the game on. This isn't a sports bar, it's a sports book specialized in that viewing experience. If you register and place your first bet also with promo code PHNX when you're there, and you sign up, you'll get a free PHNX shirt. And now, my lovely voice. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Yeah. Put that shit on. Put that shit on. Where were we yesterday? <sighs> um, heaven? Was that what that yeah, was? Yeah, I think we, so. Did we die and go to heaven? No, we didn't die because we're here. Oh, that's true. Oh, no, we were just having four peaks. Uh, I mean, same difference, am I right? Yeah. Uh, you are especially right. when you you get the food. Yeah. That's a, that's a bite of heaven right there. Take a sip of the beer. It's a sip of heaven. You can also wear some heaven. You can wear some heaven. You can wear some hella good merch. They have hella good merch and... And uh, I don't know if you know this. We launched a new T-shirt we in collaboration with them. Uh, new Coyote shirt. You know, it's got that that's that orange. I forget exactly what they call Burnt it. Burnt orange? Yeah, but they have a specific name for it. Oh. Is it like the, the Sahara orange? Ooh. Not Sahara. Something like that. Sahara it's a, it's a special kind of orange. Um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> and it's very hot. Um, yeah. Go to the PHNX locker. It's definitely in production. Um, but <laughs> it's um, go to the PHNX locker. And you can get it. And not only can you get the t-shirt, um, we're about to have a picture of it in un momento. Um, <laughs> yep. Yep. There we go. Okay. Um, not only can you buy the t-shirt, you can wear it to our season <laughs> wrap-up party at Ford Peaks. The food is good. The shirt is good. Um, the vibes are great. The vibes are the vibes are immaculate, if yeah. you will. Um, I will. I know your favorite. That's your favorite phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, look at that. Look at that coyote, and hey, look at the little details. Yeah, we don't we don't mess around here. The bottom of the head, that's four the four peaks. peaks, and we're not talking about Umar Bala and company. We're talking um, about Four Peaks Brewing Co., but also the Four and Peaks Mountains. the mountains. Yeah, have you ever uh, been up there? No, I have not. Absolutely beautiful. I believe it. Is it as beautiful as the inside of the Four Peaks no. A Street Pub? No. Uh, if you don't believe us, go for yourself. Um, not only could you go there for that, but you could also go there for the NFL draft because as we st- speak, the, the Cardinals, Cardinals suck. Well, they, they do suck. Okay. They have nobody on the team, but they will have at least one more person on the team. Well, a handful of people because they got multiple draft well, picks. Well, they'll, they'll definitely have another quarterback on their team. 
You think so? No. <laughs> mm. They need to go draft Anthony RT. Richardson, you are an Arizona Cardinal. Oh, my. That would be... Dude, could you imagine? Uh, that would be electric. Yeah, Anyways. It's a bust. Yeah, um, stop it. Um, but we, we don't know what they're going to do, but we do know that they have the third pick right now. They might trade it. They might not, but there will be a draft on April 27th. Um, so be there at A Street Four Peak. Wow. Four Peaks A Street Pub. Um, you got to be 21 or older to drink, but you do not have to be 21 or older to be there for the party and enjoy some chicken tendies or French dip because that shit go cray cray. Um, before we get into our next topic, I wanted to answer JJ's question because I promised him. I know we're talking about football, but when are we going to hear from Warren Washington? Need him back. Um, I would expect it soon. Yeah, I, I think the good thing for at least as far as he's concerned is it doesn't really seem like it's a question of him transferring. It's whether yeah. or not he continues playing college basketball. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, I I I think you hit the nail on that. I think it's just um not a money thing as an NIL, but as a like. Is he going to go on and play, yeah. play professional somewhere? And you have to imagine, especially with the way that Frankie's been acting on Twitter, he probably wants him back. So you have to imagine there's probably some plus, some internal pressure from the players. Deb is already back. And Deb so. is already back, yeah. Uh, this has got to be some internal pressure. Um, and he knows Enoch won't be breathing down his neck anymore. Um, so it's a little comfort there. Literally or figuratively? <laughs> Both. Uh, um, you think but, Enoch was doing that? Yeah, he was just... What are you doing, Warren? <sighs> <laughs> he was just mouth breathing on his neck. Um, <laughs> mouth breathing on his neck. Bad band name. A terrible band name. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a waiting game. Yeah. Is everything else I, is. I would expect. I'd be shocked if it didn't come in the next two weeks. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be waiting uh, around too long. Probably sooner than that, sooner rather than later. Let's talk about the tight end room because that's the only thing we didn't talk about. Um, Bryce Pierre, you are the starter. <laughs> um, Sorry, Jalen. Sorry so, to inform you like this. I don't know if you guys saw, but. We got a new podcast. Yeah. Um, Jalen Conyers, The High Point. Yeah. Very, very fun first episode last yeah, him night. Him and his co-host, Lindsay. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it, it was it was really fun. Uh, it's on our YouTube channel. It's under our, our Sun Devils playlist. Go ahead and check that out. It's also on audio wherever you get your podcast at the PHNX Sun Devils um, feed as well. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and listen to that. It was fantastic. They're going to be live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. right here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. A lot of fun. I think um, I love about those is like you. He just seems like he's a normal dude. He's like a cool guy. He's funny. And then you watch him on a football field. He's like, oh, that man is going to be terrorizing NFL yeah. defenses one day. Yeah. Not only is he good at talking, um, but he's also very good at football. Um, there was a ton of ton of highlights out of practice <laughs> today. Um, As there is, it seems like every practice. Of but Jalen this practice was a Jalen Conyers practice. Uh, he was dominating. He had another incredible one hander. Um, he's just going to simply be a problem. Obviously, he didn't come on until late last year. Yeah. Um, finished the year with only 38 catches, 422 yards, and five touchdowns. And I, I like, and it's not, it was not his fault. Like it was not. Glenn Thomas and that offense and the way that offense was called that didn't give him an opportunity. Yeah. So I listen. He's the kind of guy where like it almost doesn't matter. You put me being quarterback. If you get it in the area, he's probably mm-hmm. going to catch it. Like you, we look at like the scrimmage from last week with some of the catches he was making, and then. We talk about the playmakers in the receiver room. He's not quick like those guys, but he's he's equally as difficult to get to the ground. Yeah. Like he is a very hard man to tackle. This is going to be Yak University. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yak University. Put on the t-shirt. Put on the t-shirt. So let's let's look at this game logs from last year. Uh, one catch for five yards. Two for twelve. <laughs> one for twenty. Three for twenty-five. One for 14 against Washington. And then oh, what I happened? think that was when Iguana was like, I'm going to take over play calling duties yeah, yeah. in the Colorado game. Six for 108 with three touchdowns. <laughs> Everybody remembers that game. Everybody remembers the the play where he dra- dra- dragged. 
Drag? Dragged. Dragged. Drag? Yeah. Yeah. Dragged the entire Colorado off or defense down the field with just him. Um, you cannot tap seven for sixty six. And then only one reception in the Washington State game. But what was that? Oh, yeah, a 47-yard touchdown. Yep. Longest catch of the year for him uh, against Oregon State in a 31-7 to loss, by the way. It's a very good defense. Shout out, Connor. Um, six catches for 49 yards. And then against Arizona, 10 for 76. One touchdown. Obviously, as I said, finishing with 422, five touchdowns. Sean DePaz, predict the stat line. Jalen Conyers, 2023. Ooh, um, I mean, I think he's going over 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, how many tutties did he have last Five. year? Five. Uh, give me, give me, twelve hundred yards, thirteen touchdowns. Yeah, I think I think he's. Gonna, I think he is going to be the single best player on this team this year. And mm-hmm. I know we obviously have a little bit of a vested interest in him being good, but just look at what he did when he actually got an opportunity last year. You look at what he's done so far this spring. You just look at how he's built, like a very difficult man to bring to the ground. Shout out Yak University. Mm-hmm. Um, like. And he, like, you could tell he, like, he just is enjoying being here, which I think is super valuable. And he, like, I just think this offense is going to be a vibe, dude. Yeah. Like, it's the whole thing is going to be a vibe. Jalen is a vibes guy. Like, I think this man is going to eat. And, again, you just got to get the ball in his area. Like, yeah. he's the one where it's like, I don't really, it, you could anybody, I don't really care who's going to be the starting quarterback. Jalen Conner is probably still going to eat. Um, but especially if it's Trenton Borgay, I think he is yeah. going to have himself a year. They are roommates after all. Yeah. And they were roommates. Uh, the Arizona State Sun Devils played 12 games last year. Uh, how many touchdown passes did they throw? 13. 18. <laughs> um, I think that number is going to tick up significantly. Yeah, I'd agree. Like a lot. I think they have the potential to throw 35 to 40 to 50 to 70 to 100. What is the award for the best tight end in the country? Uh, you can go ahead and look that up. It's not the Buckus. No, the Buckus is the. No. That's a linebacker. Yeah, that's a linebacker. Um, this this could be lofty, but I think he can I think he's gonna go double digits in touchdowns. Yeah, I agree. Um and I think he catches seventy. I think he's going to balls. win the John Mackey Award. Okay. John Mackey, yeah. I think he catches seventy balls for twelve fifty mm-hmm. and fourteen touchdowns. Yeah, so we're right about the same ballpark. <laughs> yeah. I mean this dude, Totri has been saying it, and at first I thought he was just saying it to say it. Like this, he's going to be the best tight end of the pack. I think he. Oh, least, I, like, Dalton Kincaid's gone. So. Yeah, exactly. Like the, both those tight ends are gone. Yeah. Um, which is not to say Eames still might be the best tight end in the, in the country, even if they were still or in the conference at least, even if they were still here. But um, he is going to terrorize Pac-12 defenses this year. I'm going to ask him that next time I talk to him. I mean, I know he'd say confidently he will be. Yeah, but like. I'm gonna ask him if there's any even any other competition. Is Jake Bobo back? <laughs> I think he was a wide receiver anyway. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. Jalen Conyers is good, and I think this offense is gonna cook with him there. Uh, you know what else cooks? Hmm. The hot dogs on the rollers at Circle K. They Ooh, literally do true. cook. I was literally literally at Circle K before. Wow. They had you know they had the fresh chicken tornadoes Take and dogs. Away then, chicken tornado, man. What's that? Take it away then, Mr. Chicken Tornado. Uh, I should have gotten a chicken tornado. Thankfully, That's I had so a good. little coupon for this, so I didn't even have to pay for it. Um, but they're like 79 cents if you do. Like you can find that in the, your seat cushions. Yeah. Um, so okay, is simply the best gas station. Listen, I'm not gonna name names. I was driving around yesterday because I needed gas. I was seeing some of these gas stations. They were out here charging $4.99 for a gallon of gas. What are we doing? Meanwhile, I go to Circle K, it's $4.49. 
Like, obviously, gas is a little expensive right now, but at least they're trying to save you money where yep. they can. Uh, that's because Circle K is the, the best gas station yep. on the planet. You can get coffee for $1.89, a 12-pack of beer for less than $10. You got a 10, you got a pack of beer. Simple as that. And we said it yesterday, you could win yourself a gosh darn motorcycle, a dirt bike. Um, if you go to Circle K, they have an in-store sweepstakes. You buy two or more 16-ounce Rockstar energy drinks, and you'll have a chance to win a Husqvarna FC450. It's a dope-looking dirt bike. Um, just, if you win it, be responsible. Don't be out here mm-hmm. acting like Meat Mill. Um, yeah. But And you might be asking, where is my closest Circle K? You pr- should probably know that at this point because it's like knowing 911, like you need it in case of emergencies. You should always know where it's at. Um, but if you don't, that's fine. I'm not going to judge you. Because we got resources for you. you go to circlek.com slash store dash locator to find your closest Circle K. Um, it's the gas station of the gods. Yeah. Burrito of the gods is Burrito Express. Mm. Uh, head over to any of their locations. Many in the Valley, but specifically the Tempe one. If you want some vibes after a game, before a game, after practice, before practice, during the Pats run. Mm. Maybe you can you can alter the horse a little bit. And, yeah. Or, or pocket burrito. Yeah. Duh. Pocket burrito. Or do like you know how they do burial cart? Yeah. Do do burrito run? And you can only you gotta stop running when you eat a burrito and you gotta finish your burrito by the end of pass. What what would your what would your uh because my what I do in burial cart is I just don't start until I finish my beer. That's like, fair. Like I, I, I'm I'm just killing it in one fell swing. I probably am saving it to the end because I'm not trying to have a belly full of burrito and then run. I'm trying to get to the end and then use it to kind of replenish and then take that final step like, across the line. What if I'm coming storming? Throw like throwing up while I'm running, and you're just trying to. Well, then you lose. You can't throw out the burrito. You can. You can't. You're right. Yeah. Damn. Plus, it's 